0: Take a little walk to the edge of town and go across the track. Where the viaduct looms like a bird of doom as it shifts and cracks. Where secrets lie. I'm Dan Hummer,
1: and I am Mindy Hoodie. Who.
0: We're here to talk about The Babysitter, uh, 2017 Netflix movie. Uh, before we get into all that, how you doing, Mindy?
1: I'm doing good, Daniel. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. We're here on a Sunday afternoon, like usual, to mm-hmm. talk about some horror, and uh, kind of an underrated Netflix movie.
1: Yeah, very underrated, but it definitely, at this point, has a cult following.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And um, we're going to talk about this next one quite soon. But the second one, actually, I would have to say, is one of those movies where the sequel goes a little past the original.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm gonna to have to go back and watch it.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen. I didn't see it either, but I saw it today, and I just got sucked into it. I haven't seen the ending though.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely. out. as far that as, out. as horror movie
1: news goes, I'm sorry, guys. I've been slacking.
0: You're slacking.
1: I've been I've been slacking. I'm gonna be completely honest. I I have been slacking, but there has been an official theatrical poster released for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that's coming soon, but they won't say who's playing Freddy.
0: Really? Yes,
1: I think they're trying to get England. I am almost 150% sure they're trying to get it.
0: They should. I mean, because he's be still great.
1: acting. He was just in Stranger Things.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's already been quoted saying that he would come back and do it again, one last time. Exactly. So okay. I think we're gonna get that one
0: last time. Uh, so Jordan Fields, Nope. How's that doing on the Rotten Tomatoes squad, Um you know?
1: The Rotten Tomato score, now I don't have a score for it or a budget and whatnot, but I do know that Kiki Palmer has officially come out with a statement that she is not happy um, because people have been comparing her role to Zendaya, saying that Zendaya could probably do it better. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's been a huge controversy like thing and I don't know what's gonna I don't know what's gonna happen, honestly. It's probably gonna be ripped from theaters in a couple of days.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh it it made pretty good money so far, or something like that, right? No, it
1: lost money at first.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's I mean, first we
1: it's first week and a half it was already down uh, six mil
0: it's gotten some good reviews though.
1: I've seen that. So. Oh, okay. I haven't I haven't seen any good reviews myself. I've, everything that I've seen and heard about it has been trash. But yeah, it's
0: got so, like and feet of rotten tomatoes
1: so. Yeah, but, and I do know that Jeepers Creepers Reborn is officially coming out in October. Um, I do have a little bit of news about that one. Uh, They are changing the entire story. Are they? So if people watched the third one and they got hyped like myself and like my fiance, Kevin, for the fourth one, unfortunately, we were lied to. So in the third one, at the end of the third one, they show Dairy's sister. And she's doing a monologue And she says that she's going to get the fucker Well And this new one And the trailer and everything It's not their story It's a completely different story She's not there She's not even casted in it Really? Yeah so it's bullshit
0: She's not there That is some bullshit
1: I think and I think that's why instead of Jeepers Creepers 4, they went with Jeepers Creepers Reborn.
0: Yeah, that's what it seems Cause like. Because from what
1: I've seen, they're going to do a little bit of a prequel.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of like thing that's going to be based in the past around like the couple that we found in the tunnel from Prom Night.
0: That new Smile movie looks pretty good.
1: It does. It looks really good. I, um, I'm I'm. pretty excited for that to come out. Um, also, Orphan, First Kill is finally coming out. It'll be out in a couple weeks on August 19th. Right. I know a lot of people are excited for that one, but um, October is going to be a really big year. Yeah. Not year, sure. months. For this year, for us, so we're gonna have we're gonna have Halloween, and we're gonna have the new actresses. We're gonna have Jeepers Creepers, so I mean, is, uh, also as far as TV goes, we're gonna have Chucky season
0: two. Have you heard uh, the movie The Invitation? that's coming out soon. I've seen a couple trailers yes. for that. It's uh, I have TV as well.
1: Yes. I, I have as well, and I actually am quite interested in seeing that, definitely.
0: Looks good. The one...
1: Yeah, spooky time is going to be a really good time for us.
0: I agree. All right, you want to get into the movie at hand? All right, so before we give a spoiler-like review,
1: we're just going to go ahead and go through it real quick so the plot basically is you got a boy who's literally afraid of everything like he's so afraid of everything that people beat the shit out of him (laughs) they think it's funny i mean the kid gets his house egged like i feel i honestly personally feel connected to that character because of the way i was treated i i know how he feels feels awful And then he goes home and his parents, they don't really understand him. They just kind of want to get away from him for the weekend. And it seems like they do that every weekend and whatnot. But in the midst of all of this, there is this gorgeous young vixen who saves him at the beginning of the movie. And you find out very quickly that it is the boy's babysitter. So even though he's 12 and he shouldn't have a babysitter anymore, since he's afraid of everything, he does. Her name is B. She's gorgeous. She seems to be a very, very caring young lady towards him. She gives him advice, like kicking people in the dick. Like she seems very brotherly, sisterly bond. There. Yeah, definitely. Um, then you find out that he has a best friend, a little girl named Emily, uh, not Emily, sorry, Melanie. And she tells him that he should stay up all night and see if his babysitter has socks. Well, push comes to shove, and B, at the end of the night, gives him a shot. And we don't know exactly what she puts in there, but it is disclosed later that she puts something in there to knock him out. Kid, don't take it. Well, Him and his friend are talking and whatnot. He goes downstairs to witness what he thinks is an orgy. And shit gets real. I'm just going to say that. Shit gets real. Push comes to shove. And it turns into basically a cat and mouse race for this kid's life. So if you want to see any more, go check it out on Netflix. If you have seen it, go ahead and keep tuning in here.
0: Yeah. Uh, absolutely, that, that's the plot. Now, getting into spoilers, I mean, before that, I would recommend it, of course. I thought it was uh, absolutely. Movie. It's a fun ride. It's a very fun ride. Uh, and this is—it it starts Samara weaving, and this was right after uh, that Happy Death Day, too, right? Was she in there? Yeah, she was the main girl. Oh in Happy yeah, she Death was Day. the main. She was tree, wasn't she? I'm pretty sure. Unless Are I'm you wrong. sure? No, I might be wrong. I oh, no, Ready or not. Ready, different... or not. Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Oh, okay. All right.
1: Okay. It's but it was so pretty interest. soon in her horror career.
0: Yeah, and Ready or Not's fun as fuck. That's a good movie.
1: Yeah. Um, Bella Thorne is in this as well. Um, Bella Thorne actually has a lot of horror acting experience but on the indie side
0: yeah um
1: she's had a few she's had a few hits that i actually really enjoyed um one's on Tubi. it's called ride very very good movie. Keep It will keep you on the edge of your seat, but it's more of an action thriller, so we're not really going to cover it on here. And then the second one is on Hulu. I actually promoted it on our TikTok. It's called Girl. So if you guys are a fan of her, go check out those two movies. They're really good.
0: Yeah, Bella Thorne's an interesting character. Kind of controversial nowadays, but And girl,
1: it's different because she's not sexy. Right. She's the complete opposite. She's very, she's from a poor family. And she's looking for her papa that she thinks is going to go after her mama for money.
0: It's crazy how her and Zendaya both started on the Disney Channel and now they're both kind of. They're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah the opposite, opposite sides.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Both of them came out on the right side of everything. But, I mean, they are two completely different actresses. Yeah. I mean, you got one that stars in Marvel movies and everything and is dating Spider-Man. And then you got Bella Thorne. He's basically a sex symbol.
0: Yeah. Uh, and her whole thing in this, cause we can do spoilers now, right? Yeah. When she gets shot in the boob, it's fucking hilarious. And, uh, she's bitching. All about right. It so before, before we
1: get into that, we should probably talk a little bit about the beginning.
0: Okay. Just, uh, just a little bit. Well, yeah, so sh- short thing, I mean, short story short or long story short, uh, the the babysitter b right or v or b yeah b b so b takes uh this nerdy guy to, to this party basically at uh what they're the fuck spin the bottle yes they play spin the bottle she's got to kiss everybody so she does because yeah,
1: they're actually not playing spin the bottle i apologize guys they're spinning a bottle but they're playing truth or dare okay That's why she's dared to kiss everyone. But what they don't understand is Cole, who I said before didn't take his shot, is actually upstairs at the banister watching all of them. Right. Go ahead, Daniel.
0: Okay, so he's watching them. She's doing her thing, making out with everybody. By the way, this has a pretty good cast because my boy King Bash is in this, who plays John. He's kind of an he's an Instagram comedian. He's funny as hell, and he's funny in, in this. And uh, Robbie Amell, who he he's been on The Flash, and he was uh Chris Redfield in that Resident Evil movie. He's a really good.
1: Uh-huh. Aww, and he played Max, and he was by far the fucking funniest character in this movie. He was pretty funny. So guys, this really
0: he, had a damn good yeah. cast.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it was kind of all in the beginning of their stardom. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that that ruined it.
0: No, not at all. I mean, King Bash has been going hard since like 2012. But. Okay. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, I I liked it a lot. I I thought. Uh, but they're at the party. She's kissing everybody. And, and the kid's watching from the banister. And uh, she goes to kiss the nerdy guy that she brought there. He's very scared. He's very nervous. He doesn't want to – he just met her, he sang. And she's basically like, come on, you know, she's making him feel comfortable. And, by the way, before, like, she seems like the sweetest person ever. Uh, she's like naming She really the does. Fucking. And she's the only one that's nice to our uh, protagonist here, uh, to the boy. Well,
1: yes, yeah, she
0: loves Cole. So her she and even Cole tells are very him close. That. Yes. Her and Cole are very fucking close. She's very sweet to him. And he's sweet to her, too. He likes her. Uh, but it, so this takes a turn. But not a perverted like. No, no. It's not more of a crush. It's just like she's the only person that really is nice to him. Besides that Melanie girl, obviously. Yeah. Or not Melanie. Or whatever her name is. Oh, you yeah, got Mel- it. Melanie. But the, this chick, she makes out with the nerdy guy and then fucking puts two butcher knives right in his head. It, it's fucking, it's terrible. Uh, Well, it's not terrible. It's, it's brilliant. Just, it's cruel. It's crazy. He got fucked up. So it's all part of the sacrifice, right? And why why don't you talk about the kind of the cult that she's doing? Not okay, cult.
1: so B is part, no, it is a cult. B is part of a demonic blood cult. And basically what this cult does is that they have a leader, which is B, and they normally have about three or four people that are in the cult with them. And they sacrifice one person. And what they have to do is sacrifice a virgin. And then this is very important. They have to get the blood of the innocent But the innocent cannot die before the ritual is over. So, all of that is really creepy. So, basically, once they get the blood of the virgin and they get the blood of the innocent, they have to mix it together. And then they have to pour it on the page as B recites the incantation. And then they all get what they want. Yeah. So she does call it the devil's book. Yes,
0: yeah, she does. And uh they basically they killed the kid or they killed the, the nerdy guy that they brought. Uh fuck him up. What's his, his name's Daniel? Samuel. Oh Samuel. I was about to say what the fuck. Uh Samuel got fucked up. Uh and then obviously Cole heard this whole thing. And and he saw it. He, he, he saw it. it He saw it, he heard it, and he's not happy. He he runs, he goes in the bed, and uh, and then they go up there. She said, we got to get the blood of the innocent. So they they end up taking a little bit of his blood, right? Mm Mm-hmm. No, they took an entire vial of it. Okay, so they took the whole thing. Everyone leaves, but she stays behind the door, and then he gets up and tries to get the fuck out of there. And that's kind of when the games begin, because they realize that he knows what's going on.
1: But before that, I do want to mention, before that, because this 12-year-old child just literally saw a man be butchered to death, he did call the police. And also, before he called the police, poor John, man, he took, I feel so bad for this poor guy. Motherfucker, he's trying to get the blood out of Sam's head, and he's like, oh, I think we're a little clogged here, and then all of a sudden, Sam's blood just completely covers him from head to (laughs) toe and he's like oh come on and it's just it's a funny moment it's a nice little chuckle and honestly it's what gets him like targeted as one of the first well we'll talk about that but anyways, so you are right. B does wait for Cole to make a move because she knows that something's wrong. She knows him very well. And he tries to tie a sheet at his window. And yeah. she ends up catching him and bringing him downstairs, and they tie him up. Now, at this point, they have no idea that the cops are on their way. This boy, he is very smart He's been memorizing cop codes for years, but unfortunately, the only individual that knows that is B. Yep. So, they got him tied up, and poor kid, he's such a fucking, he's just, ignorance is bliss with this child. He's like trying to cut himself loose, and they got him in front of a mirror, so they're watching him cut himself. And they're making fun of them and shit. And then finally B, convinced them that we needed your blood for a science project. We're sorry. We didn't mean to scare you. It was just a big misunderstanding. Go ahead and untie him. And as the one chick, Sonia, tries to untie him, sirens go off. B immediately knows that Cole called the police.
0: In that part, though. And head- shit goes well- down. Shit does go down, but let me say during that part, uh, I thought it was pretty funny because uh, Bella Thorne was like, "Oh, he's cutting a, he's cutting the rope, he's cutting the red." She and he keeps fucking cutting it, and she's like, "Oh, he's a persistent little bastard." It, it was just that was funny to me. It was a funny line. It,
1: it was funny. It was a funny little moment.
0: I mean, and then the police was...
1: come.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But it was truly. This is kind of a. It is a horror movie, but it definitely has that comedy element. Probably, like, majority of it. It's very aware of itself. Yeah.
1: And it also is a very comedic piece. But it's not comedic to the point where it's corny.
0: No, it's not corny at all. But it's not, like, overly scary either because it's very funny.
1: So, um... We will continue. So, basically, the police come knocking on the door, and Cole starts screaming before they can get him to shut up. Police barge on through. Max is ready, like, beyond ready. And everyone else is freaking the hell out. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention, guys, when they first found out, that he was awake and everything. Well, no, actually, no, sorry. This is after. So the police barge in and whatnot. Bella Thorne gets her kid shot. And they end up taking out the police officers. Cole runs. And at first, John runs up to go get him. And we're one cop down. The other cop's still somewhat alive. And John... Well, no, I'm sorry. This is before John ran up to get him. Right before John ran up to get him, B kills second cop and literally spurts blood all over John again. At this point, he's had two different people's blood in his mouth.
0: And he decides
1: to go, damn it.
0: I, uh,
1: like, every one out of four person has STDs. I have two people's blood in my mouth. I definitely have AIDS now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Of all
1: absolutely. things he could choose. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, then they, Cole breaks loose, so John goes after him, and Cole... Being a kid, at least his toys everywhere, uses one to his advantage, tricks John and throws him to the banister. John gets glass right to the jugular—beautiful kill. Then Max decides to go get him, and Max is the complete opposite of everybody. He even admits it later on.
0: He just wants to kill people. Yeah. uh... And Max is fucking nuts. <laughs> and he's funny too. He's psychotic. Too. I, I like But John he is hilarious. Max. John and Max are my two favorites. I, I love those two. Uh,
1: Max is just absolutely hysterical, guys, because he's like a jock-like type. And he's literally coaching this little boy as he's trying to kill him. He's telling little kids, like, kid, like, I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. And then he's like, whoa, Coley, come on, run, run, run. I'm right on your ass. Yeah. And it just, like, he was determined to make Cole go out a man. But in the midst of all this, you got crazy-ass Asian Sonia. And she is nuts she's one of those Asian ladies that is just, she. she's cracked. She's nuts. Um, I mean, she even threatens to turn the poor kid into a self-human centipede. Yeah, she,
0: she's I mean, crazy. Uh, she, Sonya's crazy, but she got blown the fuck up. <laughs> he blew well, that bitch up. She had
1: every right to, and I found it hilarious, and Max is like, wait, where's Sonia?" And he's the guy blew her up with the firework, and he's like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And then he's like, "But I still gotta kill you." And Cole's like, "But why?" And he's like, "Cause you blew up Sonya." So the poor kid got praised for it, and then he got told that that's why he was gonna die. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, so then, then him and Max, movie. was it? Yeah, cause just the way he said, cause he. He, I think there was a couple more, like, things of dialogue in there, too. And he was, like, because he was, like, you're really going to kill, like, he's, like, you're going to kill me? And he's, like, yeah, and he's, like, why would you do that? He's, like, dude, you blew up Sonya. (laughs) Like, just the way because it was more, like, he was, like, saying that Max was crazy. He's, like, well, you blew up Sonya. Fuck you, you know? Yeah, and he, like,
1: Max was, like, kind of proud of Cole.
0: Yeah, he was like, hey, when he man. ran up
1: and he's like, where's Sonia? And Cole tells him like, oh, I blew her up. And he's like, well, how the hell did you do that? And he's like, with a firework and like Max, like pats him on the back. And that's why like, Cole is like, wait, you're not going to kill me. And Max just like, no, you blew. Of course, I'm going to kill you. You blew up Sonia. So it was weird. Max is a very complex character to me. He's very bloodthirsty and he appreciates a really good kill. But when push comes to shove, he knew the kid had to die.
0: Well, yeah, I mean that—that's what he was there to do. But it was also like he was like proud of him doing like being a big brother almost in a couple. Well, of things. that's what
1: I'm saying. Huh? He his bloodlust definitely shone through, and he and his coaching and whatnot. And he really, I can I could really see him, the character, be a coach for a serial killer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what it seemed like he was doing. Uh, and and John, John had a comment. He was like, "This ain't Home Alone," and then it was like, "It really is. Like it's it's basically the scary ver- movie version of Home Alone. It's with with the with the things, the tricks that Cole uses and stuff." And
1: I do want to break up another movie that he brought up here on uh, the Stabcast. It was when we were the Scaredy Cats, but it was uh, Better Watch Out, and this movie. Is the complete total three hundred and sixty opposite of this yeah. movie? I don't know if Daniel agrees or not, but I I think it is because you go from having a situation with a scary ass kid to a situation with scary ass teenagers. And the child is innocent. Because then, in Better Watch Out, you would you thought the child was innocent for about 30, 40 minutes of the film. Yeah. So I it's liked brilliant. how in this one, they kept it tried and true, even though the babysitter was hot. I really, I enjoyed their relationship because it wasn't overly sexualized.
0: No, and I enjoyed it too. My only thing about it was that I feel like she she went crazy a little fast. Oh, well, not fat, but like a little abrupt to me, at least like, I don't know. There was just, some, like, Oh, absolutely. It went from like good guy to bad guy. Way, way too quick for me. And I know that's like kind of a nitpick, but that's kind of what we're supposed to do anyway. So like, like, but I, that's why it says right on the screen. What the fuck? Yeah. So like, and I know it, and it basically, and that's when it's like, okay, this is real. But like, to me, it wasn't – I feel like she didn't give as much as a fuck about Cole during the whole hunting for him a, as much as, like, like the movie wants us to think she did, I guess. Like, Well, I, I also think, though, so, that
1: that's why – I also think, though, that that's why he had the conversation with her in the kitchen that he did when he's like, bullshit, you didn't – you needed me – you just needed my blood. That was it. I was a vessel for you. That was absolutely – it. That was it. I, y- you were using me. And she's like, no, Cole, I loved you. And he's like, you don't shoot at people that you love.
0: He's yeah. like, you
1: guys have been being assholes all night.
0: Yeah, because it, it went from like she was like a good friend of his to like she was like, you know, like... It's the number one like, enemy. Because Cole was like going to kill her. Well, he would try
1: the burger buck
0: they playing. were having the conversation. Max going to kill Cole. And like, she had John and Max and all them really going to kill Cole, and she didn't give a fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, and then she went after him with the gun and everything, and him and Melanie with the gun. And he says that to her once they get into the kitchen, and he saves her. Well, she saves him from Allison, and he's like, you don't give a shit about me.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's trying to burn the buck because he wants answers, and she won't tell him. And then she finally does. She basically tells him, like, look, I was very small, I was very shy, and and now I'm confident. So you basically get the gist that she already had made this deal. She's been doing this for a while. And Cole got that gist as well. Because he even said to her, I'm not the first kid, am I? Now, she does give Cole a way out, and she tries to bargain with him and tries to get him to go on her side and be with her and everything. And it looks like he might actually do it. And then he lights the book on fire like that true champion he is and books it out the fucking door. And she is so distracted with this damn book that she's not even thinking about this kid. So at the beginning of the movie, when you see how much of a pussy this kid is, his father, even though I don't understand why they were doing this when he was 12, his father was teaching him how to drive. But the kid actually never drove the car because he was so scared. And and this particular moment, he steals the neighbor girl's father's car, and he rams it through his house on top of B, guys. Yep. Literally crushes her. And, like, they're having a heart-to-heart moment and whatnot, and I'm sorry, I got a nitpick at that. That wouldn't have happened. Something like that oh. happens. I mean, the whole first floor of the house, Daniel fell on her.
0: Well, yeah, it's not the most. I mean, this. I don't think this movie's really trying to be the most realistic thing on earth, but. I, I know, but yourself. you nitpick,
1: so I have to nitpick as well.
0: Yeah. The death no, scene I've...
1: with her was just a little bit too long for me.
0: No, I agree. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think the ending scene was too long and. I know what they were trying to do, but, like, to me, that relationship didn't feel enough to, to like, really be sad or move me or anything. Like, I thought it was good, but – and I, I'm glad he was, like, becoming his own man. Like, fuck you. I don't need you. I don't need anybody. But I yeah. I don't know. There was something about it to me that uh, – I thought it was all right, but – it was just
1: It just felt like at the end it was trying to be a little something that it wasn't.
0: Because it was trying to, like, really put together the story, and I don't think the story is really what makes it. I mean, his character – Cole does have good character development. The character of Cole has been absolutely. So I don't want to say, like, the story's bad or anything. But I think the, what the movie being does... a
1: pussy to killing off five people. Exactly. Well, no, but four I... people. He didn't kill Allison.
0: Right. But what I think the movie does extremely well is the gore, the kills, and the funny moments. And I, think I also think the suspense as well. The suspense, suspense too. But I, I don't know. There was especially John. Like he, he, his comedy did take me out of the suspense. Like when they're talking about when Bellatone's crying about getting shot in the tit, and he's like making motorboat faces and shit. I'm like, well, the, to me, like it was supposed to be taken a little fun and maybe not taken so seriously.
1: I meant more of the suspense when Cole's being hunted. Yeah. Like, especially by B.
0: By B, for sure. But also with Max and John and and that. And even Sonya. To me, there's still an element of comedy because I thought those characters were actually kind of likable and fun.
1: Sonya was definitely a crazy bitch. Yeah. Definitely. But I liked liked her character. Have I seen it in other movies? Yes. But this was refreshing because she wasn't, like, torturing people. No, and normally that's the kind of character that does that. So I kudos to them for changing up the books a little bit. Um, I wish John would have waited a little bit longer to die, but I do give kudos to them because he wasn't the very first to die.
0: They had me die when the police came, and he's like, "Man, I can't be doing this shit." (laughs) Like just the way he was. No, it was after the police came. Cole
1: killed him. It was after the police
0: had showed up. Cole killed him. Killed who? John. So, yeah. No, the cops didn't kill John, but I would say his reaction to the cops coming had me dying. I thought it was really Oh funny. yeah, it was priceless. What well, it he like, matter I the shit, man? Like just that he, he was it was really funny. It was. And he had blood cover they in his face. They all had their moments. And then the cop got 'cause uh B split the cop's throat and more blood went on mm-hmm. his
1: face. That's <laughs> what I was telling you and he was like and he was like uh sorry, Daniel. He was he was like, um one out of four people have STDs I have AIDS now.
0: Yeah. That shit was funny. I know I got AIDS. It was funny as fuck. Uh so I really liked him in that.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was really good. All of them had their comedic moments, I would say, except for B. She wasn't more she was more of a different kind of character than I would say a comedic character. She was
0: she was very serious. No, I'd agree. I would agree with you. I uh, I thought B was really good. Samara Weaving's a pretty good actress. I like her a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the best kill I think would actually go to John and, and getting the the thing stabbed through his throat after falling off the thing, uh, falling off the mm-hmm. balcony. Either I would have the, to disagree. I would either go him or Bella Thorne and getting shot in the fucking head.
1: I would disagree with both. I really enjoyed the way that they set up the Treehouse Kill with Max. Really? Yes. To me, that was quite creative because I watched it a couple of times to see what actually had happened. And it's very quick, but he knows. He knows going to kill Max. He holds on to the rope as they're both falling. Right. And then Max hangs to death. That, for me, was a very crucial death, I would have to say, in the movie, just because I feel Like, that one in particular kind of broke Cole, And he was like, all right, well, this is fucking real now.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Because, yes, he did set Sonya on fire. And, yes, he did accidentally kill John. But, like I said, accidentally. And Sonya, he did it because he absolutely had to. Now, he was more conniving. And he finally either. got a little hint that he was starting to not care. Yep. Yeah. So that's why that was my favorite kill. Because I honestly think it was the most crucial kill in the, in the movie.
0: It, it was good. It, it was very good. I, I thought it was a good kill.
1: And also, anybody that can hang a muscular man like that being 12 years old, kudos to him.
0: Yeah. No, for sure.
1: I mean, my second kill would definitely have to go to Allison because that shot was killer. Literally.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was. That was killer. Allison got... Fuck up! (laughs) Like she got her head blown to bits. Yep.
1: But she was a funny one too. Like when she finally decided to go after Cole, Cole didn't know what to do, so he just started punching her titties. Like she took that as like a perverted like move.
0: Yeah, it was funny when she was trying. And uh, she's
1: like, I'm gonna try to kill you by kicking you in the dick. It's like, oh my god, she is so stupid, but I love her at the same time. Yeah. Like, as much as I really like Bella Thorne that much, I will have to say, the more indie work I see her do, the more I appreciate her. She's pretty good.
0: She's damn good. Uh, I mean... She's an acquired taste. Like she was good in that Scream show for that first episode. She was a good first kill. Yeah,
1: but if she would have. That's that's what I'm saying. Like she was good for a first kill, and that's why I brought up those two other movies, especially Girl, because Girl is the complete opposite of what she is, of what she is, Daniel. I mean it. Like go on Hulu and watch it. It's great. It's the complete opposite. I didn't even realize it was her at first. Because she has no makeup on, dirty hair, dirty clothes.
0: Right.
1: I I didn't know it was her. Because her hair is so damn dirty, it's not red, it's brown.
0: Right. Might have to go back.
1: But uh, next time, guys, we're going to be doing the second babysitter, correct, Daniel?
0: Uh, You want to do that next week?
1: I think we should. Um, Now, next week, I know that Daniel is going on vacation, correct?
0: Yeah, I'm not going to be here Sunday.
1: Okay. So, we're going to, uh, what what we will do is what we have done, and we will make sure that you guys get your daily fix, whether it's earlier in the week or whether we record it and release it on Sundays, we will be here. So um, I also wanted to give Daniel a personal moment to go ahead and thank everybody. I know I already did on the TikTok, but go ahead, Daniel.
0: Oh, the plugs?
1: No, the TikTok thing.
0: Oh, yeah. We, We definitely got to do a TikTok.
1: Now, Daniel, I was saying you could show your appreciation for our followers. All right, guys. He's not getting it. So we just want to say thank you for the 100 th- followers that we just got.
0: We appreciate everybody that follows the TikTok, the Facebook, all our fans. Uh, let, let's get up to two hundred. Let's get up to five hundred. Maybe I'll do a fucking dance on there with Mindy, for God's sakes. So I appreciate everybody gotta that do is on the TikTok. You're not chasing me with a knife, but I do. I will. I will do anything else. <laughs> I'll dance. I'll shake what my mama gave me. I'll, I'll do anything. For guys, this, uh, get 10,000 people to listen to this, and I will chase Daniel with a
1: knife.
0: Fuck you will. I don't care if a million people to <laughs> That ain't happening.
1: You said it, guys. His cap is a million. Let's get it to two
0: But, uh, yeah, thank you to everybody for uh, joining the TikTok and uh, becoming a follower. And uh, we'll uh, we'll keep the content coming. So anything else you want to get at, Mindy?
1: Uh, no, I think we're good. Um, so this one you can find on Netflix as well. And then the one that we're going to be doing next week, the sequel, Killer Queen, that will also be on Netflix as well for you guys if you want to go check that out before we review it.
0: Yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm excited to talk about that one because I haven't seen it yet. So I'm gonna watch it this week, uh, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get something going for uh, next time. All right. All right, you, y'all. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see everybody next time on the Stabcast. All right,
1: guys. Peace.